Tweet us at underscore Adam Crowley at Scorendor and at Paul Zeiss on Twitter. Brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. Joining us right now on the fan hotline is our buddy from PFF, Brad Spielberger. The hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Brad, first off, thanks for coming on with us. Did you talk about the front office of the Steelers being interested in Justin Fields before we had you on Tuesday, or were you holding out on us? Did I miss it, or did you just not give us that information? I wouldn't say holding out on you. You know, I, I don't know. I, I wasn't necessarily trying to break any news, per se. There's been a lot of conversation going around the old National Football League about the Pittsburgh Steelers and Justin Fields. I've heard... Uh, but there are some, you know, uh, Adam Schefter mentioned Mike Tomlin specifically. Right. I heard some people in the, front, in the front office are also just fans of his. But look, it's not supposed to be some like groundbreaking thing. I don't think a trade is imminent or anything like that. But um, I think Pittsburgh, you know, uh, k- kicking the tires on a lot of different things, uh, exploring all options available, uh, and may- maybe Justin Fields is one of them. What do you think the asking price would be for Fields right now? And do you think that'll be the asking price if, say, we get to the draft? I think you're looking at a second-round pick and change. Um, and, and I do think both all parties want to get this done, maybe not before free agency starts, but, but early on. Because you want to have an idea of what your free agency is going to look like from both a who you're going to sign and at which position. Uh, you know, if you're an acquiring team for Justin Fields, are you willing to sit out and not sign, you know, a Ryan Tannehill, a Jacoby Brissett, a Gardner Minshew, whatever. Um, and, and if you also bring him in, you're probably picking up that fifth-year option, $22 million fully guaranteed for 2025. So you just there's a lot of things you have to figure out. Um, so I would imagine it happens a good bit before we actually get to the draft. Brad, you got George Pickens, you got Deontay Johnson, and then you got uh, not much behind those two at the wide receiver spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Should they consider drafting a receiver in the first round this year? They do need a third receiver. It is one of the higher priorities on their list. I don't know about first-round pick. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed because you do have Deontay Johnson now going into the last year of his contract. Um, you know, so, so you are in, in a way maybe preparing for the future. So I guess I would say this. like If it falls a certain way, they're sitting at 20, and there's a really, really good player there, maybe a Brian Thomas Jr. from LSU or you know, insert a million different names here uh, that people are going to throw out over the next couple months. But – I wouldn't prioritize it, but I wouldn't shy away from it if I love a prospect there. Looking at your grading system, what are your thoughts on the Steelers going out and getting someone like Tyler Boyd? Does he still have enough to add to the Steelers? Yeah, so I do think he'd be a a solid slot option. You you then have a very definitive role for him in the middle. Uh, You can keep George and Deontay on the outside, although I did like moving them inside a little bit here and there. Um, he, he did not look quite like the same player uh, last year that he has in recent years, not just his grade, which I do think was his lowest in a while, but just throw on the tape and you, and you see a guy that's a little bit less bursty, uh, you know, less yards after the catch, less bouncing off of contact, but he's still a very solid, very capable slot receiver, extremely sure-handed, you know, a good safety valve for any young quarterback, whether it's Kenny or somebody else. Uh, yeah, definitely a solid option. I don't think it'll break the bank to sign him in free agency. Uh, but, but yeah, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said he's still playing at the peak of his powers. Our friend Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus joining us here in the Fan Morning Show, which is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Brad, we had a Steelers beat writer yesterday say he thinks that there's a chance that Broderick Jones is the Steelers starting right tackle again next year. 
If the Steelers don't draft a tackle, if they don't find a guy in free agency, could you see Dan Moore Jr. being a good right tackle in the NFL, or does he profile more as a swing guy than either starting role? He's a swing guy to me. Uh, I just don't see a functional anchor, uh, you know, in play strengths to to be a starting tackle in this league. Uh, he was, I want to say, responsible for the the highest percentage of a team's pressures in the entire NFL this past year for us. It was like 26% of all, and obviously the offensive line didn't play great at times, you know, overall. Uh, no, he's just, you know, it, it's, it's a success story. It is impressive that as a, you know, late-round draft pick, he's even been able to play at all, I want to say, what, fifth rounder. But I just, I just still don't see it when I watch the tape. Uh, you know, this past year there were some games that were really a, a struggle from start to finish in pass protection. So, I don't hate the idea of Roderick at right tackle because he's such a good run blocker that I think that's part of their thinking there is they just want him to, you know, pull lead. And, and also you saw him, you know, pull across the formation as well um, and, and get, get ahead of steam in space and, and get moving. And it led to a lot of very successful, very explosive runs, which I guess, you know, in, in a way sometimes you see more on the right side. But I, I, you, you got to find another tackle. You know, they move on from Chuck Sikora for – yeah, like not that's what I mean. I just I, I do not see it with Dan Moore Jr. Brad, you got Caleb Williams, you got Drake May, and let's say Jaden Daniels. Who is your next quarterback after those three go in uh, the NFL draft? The next guy that will be taken is JJ McCarthy. I think he's going to go way higher than he probably should. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I put money on that at that point that he, he's the QB four. Um, you know, and, and for me, I, you know, look, there are tools there. He has a live arm. Uh, he is a good athlete, but I sit, throw the throw the tape and see kind of only fastballs, not a lot of touch. Um, I, I see a guy that you know it's not his fault, but you know some games he throws the ball eight times a game and they just you know pound the rock and it's all he needs to do. And again, that's not you know they're winning games, so you can't hold that against him. But I do think he will be the fourth quarterback taken. I, I probably wouldn't draft him if I was a team. Um, and, and then I think you'll see you know Bonix, Michael Penix, Michael Pratt. I'd rather take a, a chance on one of those guys, uh, particularly for me. My, my guy is Michael Pratt is, as a you know late second, third round pick uh, that I would go for, take a swing on if I was not in that top three. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about we've talked with the steel. You know, with respect to the Steelers, perhaps taking a quarterback, um, and the name that keeps coming up is Bo Nix. What is his upside in the NFL? Yeah, so Bonix is also a good athlete. It's a guy you can run some some design QB run with. Uh, he is functional throwing on the move. It is accurate to uh, you know outside the numbers, intermediate deep can throw moving to his left, moving to his right. You know, I, I think there's some a, a little bit of a cap. I mean, he's going to be 24, 25 years old in the near future. Uh, played a ton of football though, and has seen pretty much everything. But I do think sometimes at Oregon with him, you saw. You know, avoiding the middle of the field a little bit and just kind of throwing a lot of fades and, and corner routes and just keeping things near the sideline. You know, again, maybe that's, that's just a function of the offense he's running, but, you know, it's a heavy RPO. Um, there will be a little bit of an adjustment to just kind of play more of an NFL style, but no, he's a functional quarterback. I think he can be a starter in the league. I just, I don't know if I see a ton of upside per se. Brad, this was wonderful as always. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Thanks, Take Brad. care. Brad Spielberger, pro football focus. He said last week after he came on with us that there are people within the Steelers front office that still are kind of drooling over Justin Fields. Second round pick and change, I just don't think they're going to do.
third round pick. That's enticing. Mm, very enticing. Mm-hmm. And you don't you don't have to pick up the option. You don't. Like that's the one thing. They gotta take twenty to three, twenty five million bucks. You don't have to. I mean, it could make it quite dicey on the back end if he were to play and play well. But then is it even a problem? Like if you don't pick it up, he beats out Kenny Pickett, plays well, and now you gotta franchise him there in order to give him an extension. Like that's actually not that's a good place. <laughs> Like if he's that good, right? You can always franchise him. As we say, you're gonna have to if you you want to pay your quarterback forty, fifty million because that means he's playing at a high level, and that's but that's the going rate of it, right? And if Kenny Pickett plays well this year, you're gonna have to give him the fifth year option after this season. You're gonna have to pay somebody. You, you just are at some point. But mm-hmm. real quickly, I, this little uh, get up show here. They said th- there was a question. No, there was, the question was who is the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC and they had five people answer two answered the Ravens and three answered the Bengals so basically the AFC North has has got the two biggest threats to the Chiefs that ain't good for the Steelers I would say I I just can't and I'm a bigger Lamar Jackson fan than just about anybody in Pittsburgh I think he's a hell of a player you don't win two MVPs without it I'm at the point now where I need to see him do it in the playoffs Joe Burrow's done that but to your point Paul that's what you're looking up at. So go get Justin Fields, hopefully, for a third-round pick. Uh, the fan text line is brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Coming up next, the subject of today's Fan Morning Show Twitter poll, brought to you by P.J. Fitzpatrick, home improvement, trustpj.com. And there's fighting on social about this right now.